Welcome to the Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special, where we talk about all of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Today we are talking about Treehouse of Horror 19 from season 20 of The Simpsons. Um, an overall okay episode with one really good segment, I think. Alright, so let's start with the introduction. Uh, so we start on probably the scariest day of the year, Election Day. Uh, this one for 2008. Uh, Homer wants to vote for Obama, um, but he can't fit into the voting booth, so then he's told to go into the double-wide booth. And when he presses, and it's one of those touchscreen electronic voting booths, and when he tries to vote for Obama, the machine says, one vote for McCain. <laughs> no, I want to vote for Obama. It pushes again, two votes for McCain. <laughs> Pushes again, three votes for McCain. No, no, no. Six votes for McCain. Hey, I only meant one of those votes for McCain. <laughs> this machine is rigged. And actually, at one point, I think the machine even calls him President McCain. Yes, he does. And so Homer tries to escape the booth to warn President McCain. And the machine just, like, grabs him. And basically, it sounds like it shreds him. But it just, you hear the shredding sound, but then it spits him out whole. Um, so the sound doesn't really match mm -hmm. what we get, but oh well. And then, yeah, basically kills Homer. And then Jasper puts the I Voted sticker on Homer. And then we get our title, Trials of Horror 19. Mark? <laughs> Zach? I think, I think, David? I think, I think, uh, um, I'll leave it at, I will say this statement and I'll leave it at that. Some, some jokes were, uh, were, funny at one point now they're even more funny now than they ever were the uh it, i call it the demolition man effect <laughs> that that movie was not that re relevant when the movie came out but is so relevant now all right so let's get into our first segment untitled robot parody i believe david you are covering this one yep tell us about untitled robot parody well this is a transformers parody um, we start off with Bart trying to find a Christmas gift for Lisa, which makes sense for a Halloween special. <laughs> sure. Um, he ends up at a store, the last minute store, I think it's called, right? Yeah. It's the last some, minute gift the last store. Minute gift Forget me nots. Yeah. The, uh, store for last minute gifts. <laughs> well, that's the only thing open. He goes in, everything is more geared towards boys and... I think there was like a transformer truck. Well, there like was Optimus that basket Prime. like discount toys. Uh, there was like the slunky, which is yeah. a square slinky <laughs> on the boxes. It doesn't do anything. And it, funny and the, if uh, you're a baseball fan, Montreal yeah. Expos jersey. <laughs> do, do you want to tell us about that? Well, Montreal Expos was obviously a baseball team that was a low market, mm -hmm. but their farm systems were just amazing. You know, with superstars coming through their systems like um Vladimir Guerrero um I think David Martinez really so yeah okay farm systems were freaking amazing but they could never afford to keep them because they're such a small market mm. so the baseball decided to or I guess that team or the owners decided to move and rename the team 
so now they're the Washington uh, Nationals. Oh. So the I, I would have I would have actually loved a couple more T-shirt gags out of that, or yeah. at least at least oh. that, and then like a little, like an XFL T-shirt. Yeah. Out of the oh. <laughs> I also like they had the right. um, the somber string, which is like silly string, but they had a wow. picture of a kid hanging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was dark, and I liked it. It's funny. But yeah, um, Optimus Prime truck comes by and honks at uh, Bart, I think. And he turns around and is like, uh, no, you have to come back. It's not, you're not the perfect gift for Lisa. Trucks are for boys. Yeah, come trucks. back when you're something for girls. Yeah, and then he transforms into um, a convertible yep. Malibu Stacy um, vehicle. And he's like, yeah, that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> and it's time to open the presents. Uh, she's excited because it wasn't a box of burps like last year, but he had a one special for her, her stocking and burps in it. Her stocking stuffer. Yeah, typical nice. brother. Why everyone's not paying attention? The transformer shoots the angel off the tree, disintegrates it, and it turns Which, into a skull for some reason. For, for some reason, that angel had a skeleton. That's concerning to me. <laughs> like, was this a thing that used to be alive? That, or? That's, it's it's like the the, the lead into the dolls. Yeah, it, it's like th- there's an episode where they're tearing down Storytime Village for Ned's Christian amusement park, mm-hmm. and so you have little oh. peeps sheep. And Homer is like burning something, and the fire gets out of control and burns the sheep. And there are three sheep there, and like a Bo Peep statue that all they get is on fire, the fire goes out. And you have like the wires for the Bo Peep figurine, then you have like two wires in the shape of sheep, and then you have one little sheep skeleton right there. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, wow. Jesus fucking. Oh God! Oh um, uh, yeah. And also, um, don't forget um, Grandpa Simpson's present: three more minutes of oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> if I could pass out in front of you. Yeah, that was great. Fucking flight face plants into the snow. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, he's uh, he's had some pretty Grandpa. Uh, uh, Grandpa yeah. Simpson. Grandpa Simpson, although although his the greatest joke he'll ever tell in all of these trials of horrors is the welfare joke. That is hands down yeah. the best the best joke. Of some all. great cameos for these three houses. Oh yeah, absolutely. Obviously when they're not paying attention, he you know, Transformer does that and Maggie's is the only smart one who sees that and tries to tell him about the um, Transformer, but obviously she can't talk because she's a baby. We get to the bedroom. I think uh, Lisa's sleeping and her new toy transforms all the uh, technology in her room. Yep, it's uh, like the lamp um i think her the alarm clock, clock boombox boombox and then she wakes up and they all transform mm-hmm. back to what they were really quickly just kind of looks around what the goes back to sleep <laughs> and they all transform back and like we're all here wait a minute where's sex toy and then oh, yeah. this one little walk in just like where have you been <laughs> you know <laughs> where haven't i been <laughs> It's pretty gross. <laughs> gross, yeah, but let your true. imagination run wild on that one. Yep, and he's electrical. Which uh, the lamp transformer, <laughs> battery powered. The, the lamp transformer was also named Three Way. Yeah, that's kind of gross. That means two things. No, it means three things. Oh, yes. Zach got you there, Mark. Yeah. The, oh, yep. No, no, no. That is accurate. God, you guys are so immature. 
No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Stop it, David. David, how can you call us immature when we're here talking about mature content? Hey, hey, wait. I mean, before we started this freaking recording, you guys said penis like 20 fucking times. And I have an announcement to make. Penis. <laughs> 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 Testicles. That is all. All right, 21 times. <laughs> I just, how mature are you on a scale of 1 to 100? 69. Okay, we're in the kitchen now. Homer's eating breakfast, and everything around him is basically transformed. Um, and he's trying to figure out if there's anything different about the kitchen. And there's like, nope, nope. And the toaster transforms into the, you know, the word no. It's like, well, the toaster's never lied to me. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. Yeah, not wrong. Fucking Homer. It has uh, taken him through time, though. True. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, and then he ends up uh, leaving and gets in his car and his car transforms and basically shifts him and he ends up pretty much half out of the um, Transformers ass essentially (laughs) I would call his fucking ass yeah him and Ned are hanging out of the assholes of two different Transformers Homer's a uh, a tingleberry yes that's exactly that is the the technical that is the technical term yeah and so was Ned (laughs) The <laughs> How was your yeah, Christmas, was. Homer? That was pretty good against season seven of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, so they're battling it out, basically, to wage war against each other. Then Marge ends up um, trying to have a conversation with them and what started the war. And they're like, well, can't really remember. Yeah, I can't remember. So we're just going to work together maybe just enslave you guys. Hashtag the writers couldn't think of anything. Pretty fucking much. But yeah, they enslave them and turn them into foosball. You know, foosball. And they're like, who the hell told them about freaking foosball? I thought they would have fun. At least that's what Homer said. It was fun. It was a, I mean, it was a fun episode. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a word you use a lot, which is breezy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for a segment that literally had... No story. Yeah. It was probably a lot more enjoyable than it should have been. True. But I always forget that this is a treehouse segment. Yeah, yeah, this wasn't really a horror, you know, yeah. oriented thing. I it was mean, just kind of uh, there. The um I think Zach or you said in the last episode where like it just, you know, they just put things in where they just don't know where to put it. Like, during the regular show. Yeah. Like, you know, cool shit that they're... Like, I think... Um, oh, it was Zach's idea that, you know, to do something separate, like, where they where they actually have, like, um, a themed episode where they put on, like, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith one and the Transformers one, and you know, instead of it, and just leave Treehouse as a horror-themed rather than just... Yeah, yep. I've, I've noticed the last three episodes they've done that, and where, like, the third one is Halloween-oriented. Well, this was 2008, so this is Transformers yeah. country right that was, yeah. yeah, Transformers came out in the summer of 07. Yeah, so it was like right right there, like right in between one mm-hmm. and two. Yeah, not a whole lot to it. Some jokes. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Forgettable fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As I'm opposed go. to forgettable badness, like that one from 17. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The, uh, Which one? Exactly. <laughs> before, before the dark times. The, uh, before the raven. The, uh, the sea light. <laughs> after the rape. The um, uh, so yeah yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, next up, we have how to get ahead in advertising. Mark, tell us about that one. So 
so this episode starts out with the uh, with a parody of the opening of Mad Men, uh, which I was had come out at that same time as well. Um, uh, for, for everybody who's been living under a rock in the last fifteen years, um, uh, or, I'm sorry, not fifteen, twelve, twelve years. The um, uh, the uh, show Mad Men was a show that was made by AMC about advertising uh, gentlemen in the nineteen the end uh, the beginning of the nineteen sixties. All the way through the '60s, phenomenal show. Highly recommend it. When yeah, you the uh, first season starts in 1960 and the final season ends in 1970. Yeah, so it's clear through the through the '60s. Um, uh, a show that sounds extremely boring when you when you describe it to somebody, but when you actually watch it, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. The uh, so and it actually turns Principal Skinner's background into a legitimate dramatic plot point. Yes, we'll get to that in a second. Um, I, no, like, like you know, how Principal Skinner took over the identity of somebody he was. Up, yes, yeah. yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, did, okay. The uh, you'll watch Ben Menzak. Um, so, so in this particular plot, um, Maggie finally goes to preschool, uh, and Homer and Marge are leaving her for the first time. So she goes ahead, and Homer just trying to not make sure she's upset. Um, says, well, your friend Krusty is here. And it's just several different pictures of Krusty in the nursery. Um, and she seems pretty okay. And then uh, they, they finally reached the end of the montage of, or the portraits of Krusty. Then land on the real Krusty, who is very pissed that his likeness is being used uh, for that. So he has a bunch of, you know, big dudes sandblast his face <laughs> off, you know, of all of the, the, uh, the payments. This really upsets Maggie. So Homer gets pissed. And he comes out and he confronts Krusty and he's like, this is ridiculous. You made my daughter cry. Fuck you. Da, da, da. He's like, um, and then they get a little bit of a fight. Homer um, ends up pushing him and through a random sequence of events, um, uh, going through a, um, on top of a trampoline and a, uh, and a seesaw and a bunch of other shit, ends up inside of a wood chipper, uh, which is actually pretty cool. The, um, uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. Reminded me of... Uh, um, Tucker and Dale versus yeah. Evil. The, um, uh, the, <laughs> except Tucker and Dale, it was a lot funnier in that one. But that being said, uh, it uh, they ended up killing him. And then um, the lawyer, um, the stereotypical lawyer, shows up at Homer's, um, Homer's house and says, you have a nag for killing celebrities. And pretty much uh, um, two other guys from Mad Men and Roger from Mad Men show up and say, hey, we're going to pay you a bunch of money. Uh, to uh, to kill a bunch of celebrities because you're really good at it, uh, and he says, "Okay, cool." And he goes through a whole montage of killing people. Uh, my favorite was the extra quicksand uh, for George Clooney, which mm-hmm. was awesome. And he uh, goes ahead and strangles uh, uh, Prince uh, with his own guitar, and stabs him with it, and then stabs him with it. A couple more, um, a couple more uh, celebrity deaths, uh, and then they all end up in heaven uh, while they're all chatting. That uh, oh, I'm sorry. The reason why they're killing the celebrities is so they can use their likeness on television for free. Yeah. That's the reason why they're paying Homer to kill kill him, so they can just use an advertisement without paying the actors. So <laughs> all the actors are eventually watching up all their advertisements in heaven, and they're super pissed. So they all hop on their horses, their white horses, and then they go and charge down um, uh, to Jimmy take Stewart out. tries to stop them. I, I thought that was Jimmy Stewart. Um, uh, the uh, tries to stop them. They run him over. And as they're charging out of the gates of heaven, you see that they're actually charging out of celebrity heaven. And then the regular heaven's like right over there. 
um, with a shitty fence blocking it. Uh, so they go ahead and they and they come down. They end up killing a bunch of people. They're uh, they're running after Homer, uh, and uh, along with John Wayne, who's the, the leader of of that group, um, and then also Krusty. So they eventually uh, tag team with Homer, um, uh, and Homer gets punched by Rip Taylor. Um, comic book guy was. Oh, comic book guy gets punched by Rip Taylor, even though Rip Taylor's not dead. <laughs> and then he's like, somebody needs to check my apartment. And then everyone, like, rolled their eyes, and I'm like, no, that's, that, that's just so everybody knows, that's exactly how Rip Taylor is. He's that ridiculous. Yeah. The, um... And we've uh, also got Chief Wiggum with Edward G. Robinson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which was a very, which was a really funny joke. Um, but only if you're a fan of 1930s gangster movies. Yeah. Um, and then eventually uh, Homer gets confronted and he says before I go I need you to tell me the true religion it's a mix between voodooism and methodism and then shoots his head off School point blank with a shotgun yeah, that was, yeah, it was pretty great um, uh, and then eventually they all run back up to heaven um, uh, and where Homer locks the, locks the pearly gates behind him uh, and then is on the other side with Lincoln and oh yeah I forgot um, uh, they ran a commercial uh, with George Washington and Lincoln, and they're both getting married, and they both make out. And George Washington is so affronted by that, but Lincoln's uh, he is like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm totally offended by that, you know, but not you know not unless you're into it. The um, uh, <laughs> implying that uh, <laughs> that Lincoln's very gay, um, and then eventually they're walking um, away from the pearly gates, and Homer's like, you know, hey, do you have you know, is your wife up here? And he's like, and Lincoln's like. Yeah, but we have an arrangement. And then Lincoln grabs Homer's ass, and then that's the end of the episode. That's two Lincoln jokes and two Treehouse of Horrors in a row. Yeah, this one was better. Yeah, this one was better, because we, we didn't talk about it on the last episode, but during the E.T. Go Home, Bart trying to hide Kodos segment, Homer distracts the army by dressing up as Lincoln. But has no actual history. There is no context no, to that they, whatsoever. Like, it's just there. No, and then he, like he just is getting history completely wrong, and, and literally impersonating um, Scarlett O'Hara's voice while dressed as Lincoln, saying the South will rise again. <laughs> <laughs> the um, but no, I mean you're 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 almost there, Homer. You're almost there. We just got to shift it a little bit. That's mm-hmm. all. The um, but yeah, this is a fun. This is a fun episode. There's a lot of cool celebrity references in here. Um, uh, Krusty was actually really good. I enjoyed you know his puns. Um, uh, there was a lot of uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, funny things in there. It was fun to make fun of advertisement, um, uh, and it was cool to see the like the Mad Men opening. Um, they did a really good job uh, parodying that. But uh, but overall, yeah, it was it was a fun episode. Um, if it didn't have Mad Men stuff in it. I would probably put it into the column of, of middle of the road. I'm going to forget. There's some okay stuff in here. I didn't really care for it overall. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, just this, like there are some good jokes in there. Like with the, there's a nice little exchange between John Wayne and Prince. Um, yeah. That was probably my favorite part. That was funny. Because uh, John Wayne's making fun of Prince's mustache, and Prince is like, well, your wife liked it. Yeah. <laughs> you were all right. Um, yeah, there's, and I, I wouldn't call the opening like a parody of the Mad Men opening, because it's not really going for jokes. It's that, going, it's, but it is a nice little replication of it. 
using Simpsons characters. Repli- replication, homage, yeah. ripoff, whatever you want to say. Whatever. Um, it's a thing. Yeah, like that there's too. some okay stuff, but this is this would be probably on the lower side of okay for me. Okay. The um, and I and I think I'm gonna stand by what I said, which is if it wasn't for the Mad Men stuff, I would completely forget this. Forgotten it <laughs> already. <laughs> already. Mainly because I'm not a big Mad Men fan anyway, so oh, I didn't really care for their which in, intro. There isn't a whole lot of Mad Men. Yeah. Since you have the opening and you have the Roger lookalike and you have the fact that it's related to advertising, and that's really it for the but, most part. This is really just its own this story. Is, this is kind of where I I I'm, I put on the Zach glasses just a little bit with the t- his frustration with the titles. This is that one mm-hmm. time when I'm like, mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen far more Mad Men parody than than whatever yeah, this there, story there is was. actually a legitimate episode of the, a regular episode of Simpsons that goes more into that really yes. okay so that yeah that's it's called the man in the flannel pants I believe okay um that can roll. yeah this one yeah this one does kind of get me a little bit on that front a little bit too because it's just like it's not a tight like a title is a title like it's they've even said our titles we make them up purely for episode guides it's like if any of us can make a pun that even remotely reflects the subject matter of this we'll do it we'll do it, it even just if it's just like by like one percent um we just need a title for episode guides but this one they actually went either way to replicate the entirety of the Mad Men opening yes uh sequence yes so yeah that, that does make me wish they went a little more in the matter because if you're going to take that much trouble like it's not just oh here's a title with a pun um they went through the trouble to do that exactly um but there is an actual episode of the simpsons that does parody mad men a little bit more they even have the john deere scene in there oh shoot really yep awesome uh, any other thoughts on this one before we move on yeah all right uh, finally, we have It's the Grand Pumpkin Millhouse. Zach, tell us about the Grand Pumpkin. So the Grand Pumpkin is a ripoff of the Great Pumpkin, only just, you know, more violent. So Millhouse, um, he's heard the story of the Grand Pumpkin. Bart tells him, no, that was just a dumbass story I told you to fuck with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's accurate. Yep, yep. And the Millhouse returns with... I know you're trying to test my faith, so I thank you, my friend. <laughs> he has like a whole prayer for the Grand Pumpkin. He, he thought way too much of this. So, yeah, just like in the Charlie Brown special, the Great Pumpkin, Millhouse goes and waits on the middle of the pumpkin patch. All the kids make fun of him and then proceed to ditch him. As he's waiting out there, uh, Lisa's with him for a little bit, then she kicks him in the balls because she realizes, oh, this is probably just a hoax. So he proceeds to cry on this pumpkin and he turns into the Grand Pumpkin. Millhouse gives him pumpkin bread, the pumpkin realizes it was made from pumpkins, and then proceeds to start killing everybody for pumpkin genocide. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. The episode ends by Millhouse believing in the 
I don't know, the turkey guy or whatever. Turkey Tom. Tom. Turkey Tom. Tom Turkey. Tom yeah. Turkey, sir. Who shoves that weird Thanksgiving cornucopia. basket. Cornucopia. Uh, whatever it is, cornucopia, sure. Into the great pumpkin's mouth, or grand pumpkin, and proceeds to blow the back of his head off. And then the turkey realizes that people eat turkeys on Thanksgiving and starts eating all the kids. And then, But you're also missing the funniest fucking part of the whole episode. Yeah, let's uh, go through some of the stuff that the grand pumpkin does. Um, so first up is Homer who is carving jack-o'-lanterns on his front stoop. And he's talking to this one that he's about to cut into. He's just like, I'm going to give you the ugliest teeth, cross eyes, and crossed eyes, and I'm going to make your friends watch. And as he cuts into it, the grand pumpkin just screams, No! Eats Homer in one gulp. Ladies. Goes on his way. Um... And he gets mad at himself for being so awkward with the ladies. He's like, stupid, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> the ladies being the jack-o'-lanterns that Homer had already carved up. And are completely lifeless. Yep. And then when he's at the school day, the school party, Halloween party, um, groundskeeper Willie offers him a pumpkin seed, and he's like, you roast the unborn. <laughs> and then proceeds to eat Willie. Yep, and then um, there's uh, Nelson threatens to cut up a yellow pumpkin, <laughs> to which the grand pumpkin says, what do I care? That's a yellow pumpkin. <laughs> Nelson says, you're a racist, and the grand pumpkin says, all pumpkins are racist, the difference is, I admit it. <laughs> it's Nelson, and then um, there's also a shot of him just digging through Principal Skinner's brains and Skinner's just standing, sitting there like, is there a particular part of my brain you're looking for? Or are you just Like he's ready up? to help the Grand Pumpkin murder him. And then of course the Grand Pumpkin's final words before dying from Tom Turkey is pumpkin segregation forever. <laughs> Jesus. The, uh, cause, cause when you're gonna make an evil pumpkin, why not make him racist? Fucking weird. <laughs> It was weird, and that's what I love about it. They also did a pretty good job at kind of merging the animation styles of Peanuts and Simpsons. Yeah. Especially with the whole yeah. opening. Yeah. The opening was good. What the hell is his name? Uh, the fucking dumb fat kid. I can't remember his name. He was in a cowboy costume. He had the dirt under his Ralph. feet. Yeah. Like the dirt animation under his feet. I'm like, oh, well, they yep. took that. And then you have Sam's little helper flying in the doghouse like Snoopy. Yeah, no, that was the... Uh, I was going to say, I, uh, th that just looked like a random dog. It didn't look anything like Santa's little helper, though, so I wouldn't really call him that. They kind of tinkered with his um, design a little bit to fit more of the peanut style, mm -hmm. but you do see him lying on his doghouse like Snooper, Snoopy earlier on. <laughs> Snooper. 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 Snoopy's a uh, generic knockoff. Yep, yeah, this is a funny episode. Yeah, yeah especially I, did, the, I really, I really liked this one. The, the the racist pumpkin was great. And then at the end, uh, through the school windows, you see silhouettes of Tom Turkey eating children. Um, which the difference between the Grand Pumpkin and Tom Turkey is the Grand Pumpkin after he's dead, Nelson, Willie, and Homer are still intact. Like they're just literally just sitting inside of a giant pumpkin. Pretty much. Um, whereas Tom Turkey actually has. A digestive system. So that everybody's dead. Yeah. The uh, urine, turkey, stomach acid. And then, I'm sure that's fun. Mm-hmm. Fucking like, and Bart makes it worse and everything else. Like, yeah, we kill turkeys; they're delicious. And then on Thanksgiving, we sh we take stuffing and, and shove it up their ass. ass. 
The word ass was in there. It was. Yeah. It was. Lisa muffled him, but it was in there. Oh, it wasn't censored at all. Like, I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. they actually allowed that. Good for them. I'm proud of oh, them. Yeah. And then we have Marge taking us out by saying, uh, that's our Halloween special. The kids have learned the important lesson about what Halloween is about or Thanksgiving or whatever. And for those of you who feel we trampled on a beloved children's classic, feel free to write to womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, this is one of my favorite segments out of any Treehouse of Horror. The, uh, and I actually like the Charlie Brown tune. I always have, so it was cool to hear it. I've seen it once when I was a little kid, and I really don't remember anything about it. I've seen I, it a few times. I mean, I, I, yeah. every, every Christmas you always hear the, the Charlie Brown tune, which I actually like. The, uh, dun, dun, yeah, dun, I like yeah. the tune, too. Yeah. I hate Christmas music. I know you do, but that's a that's a different. A but different it's not subject. Christmas music; it's the Peanuts theme. A, but they always play it every yeah. Every they Christmas. really overplay it, and during they, fucking Christmas holiday times. season, and it just no stop yeah. it. Is there a reason behind that? I I have it's no idea. It's happy, jolly stuff. Sure. You know the stuff that makes you want to puke. Sure. Because yeah. like I know there's the Peanuts Christmas special, which again I've only seen that one. Once, I think I think ago. it's I think it's very famous for playing that song in that Christmas special, mm-hmm. even yeah. though it plays it in every special. But yeah, like, well, it's they had like a whole cartoon show and everything, so it's like why like, and I guess the Christmas special made a huge impact on people of that generation. Um, it's probably it's the reason like, why I've playing. seen way more of just the regular Peanuts cartoons than their Hall- than their holiday specials. So maybe that's why it just doesn't have the same for sure Christmas feel to me. Yeah, I get it. The um, but yeah, it, yeah it, Christmas is evil. I like Christmas. I know. I know. We we know Zach. <laughs> we know. The uh, but yeah, this is fun. This is a fun time. Yeah, sure it was. Any other thoughts on Grand Pumpkin? I enjoyed this segment a lot actually. Yeah. Definitely entertaining. Good animation. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you have a turkey murdering children at the end. Yeah. yeah especially because obviously you know the difference because. When um, the Grand Pumpkin was, you know, shot and they were all intact with the turkey having a digestive system, you know those kids are freaking dead. Yeah. (laughs) Lucky for them, this is not in continuity. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be back next week. All right. Uh, Funniest moment of the episode. Racist Pumpkin. I agree. Yeah, I'm going to go with Racist Pumpkin. Sure. Yeah, racist pumpkin. Uh, scariest, creepiest, grossest, favorite moment of violence. Krusty going through the wood chipper. Sure. Let's go with that. Pretty awesome. I did dig that. That was probably one of my favorite ones. And then probably either it started with that or Homer getting his head blown off. I'm going to go with wood chipper because that one definitely had a lot of blood to it. and It, it went a long way to end at the wood yeah. chipper, but it was kind of worth it when it happened. That and like Homer like grabbed Krusty's heart and tried to resuscitate him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? That was fun. The uh, uh, least favorite segment. Minus two. Two. I'm definitely gonna go with two. Which one was two? Two Mad was Man. the advertising one. Yeah. I think one. One. Yeah. Okay. The robots. Okay. I would do. I'm gonna go with the one. The robots. Yeah. So we're split down the middle. Yeah. 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 Like like I said earlier, they're both okay robots. I thought had some humor to it, but has no story. Whereas the second one had more of a story, but just didn't quite land on all of its humor for me. Fair enough. Favorite segment. Three. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I think I think got three. Pretty clear seven. winner for this one. I think. Yeah. Um, um, once again, we're back to the tradition of the third one 
ranking. So yeah, that is Trios of Horror 19. Overall, okay. I thought we had a really good intro. Two okay segments to start, but it ended with, at least for me, one of my favorite segments out of any Trios of Horror. When it's in the grand scheme of things, when I'm taking a look at all the segments, I'm going to remember the third one, but I'm not going to remember the first two. Yeah. That's just, it's just a fact. Yeah. The, um, uh, yeah, those first two are going to land right in that middle dead zone where, where there's a, you know, where yeah. it, like it's... Like, you, you watch this episode specifically for that third segment. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. All right. So thank you for listening to this edition of Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special. Be sure to listen to our regular podcast, The Nightmares Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, be sure to look us up on social media at Midwest Horror Network on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Slasher. And of course, if you're on Spotify listening to this, go ahead and press that follow button. Then also, if you're checking us out on YouTube, go ahead and uh, stab that like button and then smash that subscribe. Uh, and then also click the little uh, ringy bell so every time that we post new content, um, you'll be notified about it. And we'll see you tomorrow. Happy October 19th.